0: The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions do apply.
1: Howdy ho, DeGenerinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network episode 294. Another one of our LFA Monday episodes, but I'm not going to dedicate this to the LFA, of course, since it's Monday, the day after the Super Bowl. I have to dedicate it to the Super Bowl champions, insert Super Bowl champion team name here, for winning last night's exciting game. What a game it was. (laughs) And also, obviously, we have to give it out to the MVP of the Super Bowl, insert winning player's name here uh, for his amazing performance last night. So congrats. Uh, Thanks for coming to the show. This is not a Super Bowl podcast. I'm assuming most of the podcasts uh, on this Monday will be Super Bowl recaps. No, this is LFA. We're we're really going into the weeds here. We are MMA nerds around these parts. And um, one half of the nerds, Jeff Chalks Fox, thanks for listening, rating, subscribing, reviewing, all that fun stuff, spreading the word. Um, Let's bring in. uh, We have an LFA expert here. Uh, We'll hear how he did last weekend. Hear how he's doing on his regional picks on the year because uh, he's keeping track because he's doing good. Amazing how that happens. Um just uh coincidence, obviously. He's keeping track while he's doing good. So it's the one and only Gumby Freeland. Hello. Hey. Uh so
0: I I am gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna give you who won the Super Bowl and 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 uh who well, what's who won so MVP. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, it was a big win by the Chiefs, um, and, and surprisingly, Juju Smith-Schuster uh, with the MVP. Um, oh, okay, JJ yeah, asked
1: us. It. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, last week was actually a really tough, uh, maybe my toughest LFA performance or regional MMA performance so far. Uh, I went two and three. It was an incredibly chalky week. Um, there were four minus 400 favorites or better that one um which is is kind of a, a brutal card to try to bet uh and i had a couple of big dogs in there who didn't look so hot so uh that brings my record on the year down to 29 15 and one uh and if you bet a hundred dollars on literally every single fight which again Bad strategy. Don't do that. But if you did, you'd be up 880 and 70 cents. Uh, so even with that bad strategy, you could be winning.
1: Yep. There you go. Well, you went against the soldier of Christ. So you know what happens when you do that, Dan. <laughs> but, but I didn't go against Anho.
0: And if, uh, oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, did the knee bar out of nowhere. And, uh, yeah. you know, for a guy who's largely known for his striking, right? Like his first two fights, he had a head kick knockout where he took a dude off his feet and a spinning back fist. Knockout, and now we're gonna throw a knee bar in there. So, like, yeah, dude, that guy, has got contender series written all over him. Get him two more fights before the fall, cause five and zero, flyweight, who's doing things like that? Got to have Dana White salivating.
1: Yep. And our Discord was a buzz. It was like it was a usc event that we have a lot of LFA heads in the Discord now. So, if you want to be an LFA head, sports Com slash Discord. How did Unknown Element do, Dan? unknown element which one was unknown element i just deleted it i can't remember which guy was <laughs> unknown element. uh what is a fantastic <laughs> name uh let me see unknown element mma is trevor wallace you remember oh that? He,
0: he got smashed uh by uh demario De romero demario De De- super demario
1: um
0: <laughs> demario yeah, sure
1: dennis demario demario De
0: yeah super demario um he, he got smashed. And uh, in, in when we were talking about him, when he opened, he was a little bit of a favorite and he had gotten bit all the way down to being a sizable underdog. And then I was like, oh, cool, he's an under... And then well, it wasn't a good night for underdogs. All chalk, across the
1: board. You don't go against Jesus, you don't go against Mario. That's just the way it is. Super Mario. That's it. Uh, it all right. Gummy's going to get back up on the on the horse and he's going to uh, nail his picks this week for LFA. that's usually what he does is... Nail LFA picks. um That's what he's known for when contender series is not uh going on, which we have a few more months before then. All right. um Let me talk about WinBet before we jump into this week's picks for LFA. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays, aka WinBets. Build your own bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited to state availability. And, of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. So much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Plus, you're 21 or older and present in the state, where play-through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right lfa where's the lfa cage headed to this week it is headed to the horseshoe hammond casino in hammond indiana gumby i always ask you have you been
0: never been to hammond indiana
1: (laughs) i don't think i've been to indiana i may have been through indiana but i don't i don't think i've ever stopped in indiana how about you
0: i think same i think i've been through it maybe or yeah but but never i don't think i stopped for anything other than maybe like you know gas
1: yes <laughs> they have gas in indiana that's for sure all right lfa 153 mars marshall Juan marshall is that who it is the hall of fame that's who it is
0: it's Juan marshall actually yeah
1: mar is is it mariscal or marshall
0: i think it's marshall i think it said the same way yeah, yeah
1: marshall versus faria friday february 17th my little brother's birthday 9 p.m eastern ufc fight past 12 fights we're going to break down the top five on the card for you how is this for a fight card for lfa
0: uh pretty good it, it feels like this one wound up with like a lot of guys who were almost in the ufc and then uh messed it up in some way shape or form uh and it, so like it, it's got a feel of you know hey there's a lot of good guys here but also it's got a feel of like oh this kind of feels like what contender series threw out
1: so it's slipping on a banana peel type card people that are always a bridesmaid never the bride i can come up with a bunch more and yeah yeah, yeah, if you want but
0: yeah yeah give me some more idioms if you got
1: them bride (laughs) bridesmaid slipping on banana peels is what this card is and that could be a good title for the for the podcast just workshopping all right um how about we start with some featherways shall we edwin cooper jr versus (laughs) Ilyor. back back to Ulu, U U L U. He's got 3 out of his 4 letters in his last name are U's. That Well, is that unique. that's um that's a Kyrgyzstani.
0: Uh, uh oh, okay, if, you're, yeah. if you're from if you're from Kyrgyzstan, that ending on your name means son of. So it's like adding oh. an it's like adding an OV at the end of like a Russian okay. name. Uh so so Ulu gets added to the end of their names lots of times despite that like it, it's kind of like not actually his last name.
1: So it's back back to Yar is the last name, is it? Technically, kind of, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. All right. you see, Gumby is a man of the, uh, a worldly man that knows these things. All right, let's break down this fight. No odds yet. I checked last night. I haven't checked this morning, but I assume there's no odds, right?
0: I haven't seen any. No. Nope.
1: We we got Gumby odds for you. All right. We'll do Ulu first. He is seven and one. Two knockouts, one submission. Never been finished in the fight. This is his LFA debut, I believe. I didn't mark that down because I don't have any other info for this man. Um, yes, LFA debut um and that is all i got for him he he fought mostly in octagon uh, mma and brave fc was his last fight um he is fighting who did i say cooper jr Edwin cooper jr six and one three knockouts been submitted one time three and one in lfa so he's got some kind of high level experience he's won four straight fights including one in pfl and he's two inches taller than ulu go ahead
0: Yeah. So Edwin Cooper Jr. is one of those like, uh, you know, high level wrestling prospects who made the switch over to MMA. He was originally originally wrestled for Iowa um, in college at 157 pounds, which is, uh, you know, first of all, pretty competitive weight. And second of all, that's a pretty competitive school to be doing that at. Um, So he's like a pretty big deal to be switching over to MMA. I think a lot of people will see uh, some of the performances and or some of the results from Bakhtiar Ulu and sort of assume that he is going to be a good wrestler, Um, because if you look at a lot of his performances, it winds up on the mat and he does wrestle a little bit. But when you watch him fight, his biggest issue is that just like he doesn't manage distance well at all. Um, he he throws this like jumping, leaping jab when he's too far away. And even if it hits, there's just like nothing left on the end of it anymore. Um, and you could say the same thing about his takedowns. He shoots his takedowns from so far away that just like his chance of finishing them on people are already low. And then when you match him with a guy who is going to be, you know, like wrestled at the university of Iowa, the, the chances of him landing those, those takedowns are now zero. Um, I, I just think he's, going to have a really tough time there the my concerns about Edwin Cooper Jr is just like a little bit that he he, he gets after it a little bit too much a little bit too fast like it's it's a little obvious that he wants to wrestle and he's just going to come forward until he's in the right range to wrestle um so like it, there's always the chance he gets counter punched and stuff like that but I, I don't think Bakhtiar Ulu is the type of guy who's going to tag him so I like Edwin Cooper Jr. here I, I think he's going to be a favorite um despite the fact that he's got that pedigree I think the fact that Ulu who's got like you know some high level competition on his record and maybe a longer record will keep that number down. I'll say negative one sixty five somewhere right around there. Um, but I will say that if it posts around negative one sixty five it should shoot way up for Cooper Jr because I think people know the name, people see the the d one wrestling pedigree and they're just gonna be all over
1: that. Ever stop for gas in Iowa.
0: No, 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 no. I, I don't think he's Me ever either. stopped for ber- stopped gas in Iowa.
1: No. All right. <laughs> Lightweight. Josh Streaker versus A. Hassan Zada. What is his real first name? It says A here. Ahmad-, Ahmad. Suhail. Hassan Zada. We just talked about him last episode, right? Yeah, we did. We did. All right. Hassan Zada is 9-2. Four knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out twice, so both of his losses have come to be a knockout. One in L F A. He's won four of his last five fights. He did lose his last fight via knockout on the contender series. So he's one of those slipping a banana peel guys. Three years younger than Streaker, three inches of reach on him. Streaker eight and five, five knockouts, one submission. He's been submitted one time. One and one in LFA. He's won two of his last three, but he did lose his last fight. And he's only two and three over his last five. He went two and no in Bellator, though. So that's that's something. Uh used to fight at welterweight. He's also a pro boxer or was a pro boxer.
0: Go ahead. Yeah, so he is a pro boxer, you know, on name, but I don't, I don't know how he's a pro boxer. Um, because he, I, I watched him fight. Uh, he actually fought Dakota Bush on on an FAC card recently. Um, and recently, I mean, like a couple years ago, and uh, Dakota Bush tagged him, like beat him all over the cage. Um, and. Uh, you know, Straker, he's got, like, a lot of issues with his game. The biggest one is that his hands are really low. He also does this really weird thing. Like, he he very clearly likes, like, jumping sidekicks and stuff like that. Like, stuff that uses a ton of energy. Weird stuff. But then he also, like, weirdly faints the jumping sidekick or, like, loses confidence in halfway. And he does this thing where it looks like he's just trying to show you his butt. Um, It is a very bizarre thing. And I just think the length and reach of Hassan Zada here is just going to piece him up when he tries all this nonsense. And in addition to that too, like streakers wrestling defense is not particularly good. Uh, his submissions off of his back are bad. He tried a buggy choke in his last fight and it just like, wasn't even close to being in. Um, and Hassan Zada, like I-, I think people sleep on the fact that he is actually a pretty good wrestler. Um, Sadakov after he tagged him and Sadakov tagged him like six seconds into that fight, if anybody remembers. Um, And he was just like fighting hurt the whole time, but he still was able to take Sadikov down a couple of times. So uh, I I like Hasan Zada here. I think he's going to blow Straker out of the the water here. I'll say negative 300 is probably the line. Like people are going to know he's way better than this guy.
1: All right. Hasan Zada is the pick. Um, What should we move up to now? Let's move on to Walter Waits. Bahram John, Ram John, John, yeah, Bahram John, versus Logan Urban. As I said, this is a well fight. Urban Hulk, Urban, six and one, three knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out once, so he's been finishing his only loss. One known on LFA, he's gone five and oh with one no contest over his last six fights. The so no contest was no on contender series, but he lost that fight, right? And then, was yeah, he got knocked, knocked out
0: by uh, G- uh, Jimmy Quinlan. Uh, right. who who then tested positive for for some juice
1: yes, um he, technically he officially he hasn't lost a fight since august of twenty eighteen but he really did get knocked out on a series. so that's what I got for urban Mashropov six and two with five knockouts, never been finished in a fight, won his or sorry, this is his l f a debut he's won three straight fights, last one via knockout, used to fight at lightweight, go ahead.
0: So I think this one is probably going to be close to even. Uh, so I'll just say pick a odds because I don't really know where people are going to fall in this one because, you know, Urban does have that knockout loss that I think is going to scare some people away from contender series. Um, And Mashupov actually is low key, a pretty good wrestler. Uh, The thing, you know, he's got the OV at the end of his name as our friend Munaf Manji likes to say never bet against a guy with OV at the end of his name. But here's the problem I have with Mashupov in one of his last fights. That I watched, he wrestled pretty much nonstop for four minutes. And his style of wrestling is not efficient. Um, he, he gets body locks and he wants like the big pick him up, carry him around, take down, or you know, like the big slam when he could just like he, he's in a great body lock position to just trip and, and have the position. Instead, he uses all of this energy. And like it was very clear after wrestling for like three and a half minutes of that fight, he was exhausted. He was so tired. And then he started getting backed up and he landed a killer knockout, like a big face plant knockout. Um, so he's got hands, but I just don't think he's got the hands to deal with Logan urban uh, who has really good range management. He's his kicks are really quick. He works to the body, he works to the legs when he does land, he just like sticks in the pocket and throws longer exchanges. I, I think he's going to have a lot of success against Amashropov there late in the fight. Um, I, I don't know how much it will work early on, because Moshra I think, is going to try to get that wrestling going. But as soon as he Ir- – Irvin just has to, like, thwart one or two of those takedowns, and I think he's going to take over. So I'm going to take him. Like I said, I think this is going to be, like, pick-em-odds, negative 110, negative 115. I'll take Irvin on the the even
1: money here. All right. Uh, Irvin, and what did we say? Minus one? Minus uh, minus pick. 110. I think it will be a pick 110. All right. He's going with minus 110. All right. No big dogs yet. There's still time, though, as Gumby likes to say. There's still time. Uh, We're moving on to... Or maybe he got scared away from the dogs from uh, last week's LFA. We shall see. Co-made event. This one's listed as... So it's second from the top. It's the penultimate uh, episode. Have you heard that on MLB podcast when uh, Malcolm has to explain to Noah what penultimate means you hear that episode? (laughs) No, I I didn't. It was a good one.
0: I love... I love anytime time Malcolm has to explain things to
1: people. Yep. <laughs> it's fun. Um, all right. Penultimate meaning Second to last fight. Askar Askar versus Matias Silva. As I said, this is a bantamweight fight. Uh, Silva Teek is his nickname. T-E-E-I-K. Any he typically goes by that?
0: that, too. He typically goes yeah, he by, by Teek uh, Silva, I believe.
1: Yeah. Okay. Does that mean something to you? It doesn't to me.
0: It, it doesn't. Uh, but I, I just mean like when I, if you're going yeah. to look for some of his fights, which by the way are not easy to find unless you really like watching combat karate or karate combat, yeah. um, you won't find any for Matias Silva, but you will find some for Teak
1: Silva. Oh yes, it's true. And there's other Matias Silvas out there as well. Um, all right, Teak Silva is eight and two, four knockouts, two submissions. He's been submitted once. This is his LFA debut. He's gone one and two over his last three fights. However, he did win his last fight via TKO. That was back in September 2021. Officially, he's not lost since November of 2017, uh, which was two fights ago. Um, Used to fight at Flyweight 2012 MMA debut. And as Dad said, he is a karate practitioner, professional karate man. Uh, Askar, Askar, AK, 47. He's 14 and three, five knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out twice, five and two in LFA. He's gone three and one. TKO win in his last fight. He used to fight at flyweight. Used to fight up at featherweight. Was a regional champ, inch taller than Silva. We've spoken about Oscar Oscar before, right?
0: We have. Uh, don't confuse him with Askar. Askar Rob right? Who now fights for ACA. Um, but we talked about Oscar Askar because he was in the UFC, kind of. Um, he accepted a short notice fight to fight Cody Stamen when uh, Marav Dvalishvili backed out of there original fight and they needed a last second replacement Askar Askar stepped in and he couldn't get medically cleared and then the UFC would not have him back I can't remember the reason he didn't get medically cleared but he didn't get medically cleared and the UFC was like well that's too bad uh your contract is void um and then he went back to LFA right after that and lost his first fight back in LFA against Justin Wetzel um so like Man, this is a guy who's been as close as they come to the UFC without actually being in it. Um, in, in, if you've ever watched Askar Askar, he's pretty fun to watch. He's got nice little combinations. Um, his defensive wrestling is really good, so it's fun to watch him exchange. He sometimes has a, a, an issue with his chin just being a little bit too high, which is if you like look back at his record part of the reason why he's got some losses on his record is he's been knocked out. Like Sadja Cub, Romanov knocked him out with a punch, like no time into their fight. Um, and it's just because like his chin is high. And I'm going to say, this is the wrong guy to keep your chin high from. Cause Matthew Silva or, you know, Teak Silva is a guy who just comes to punch your whole head off all the time. Um, if you watch any of his fights on combat karate, he like knocked out this Kevin Kowalzik guy in like, one of the most devastating fashions. The dude was like laying on that weird barricade. They have, have you ever watched any combat karate?
1: Uh, maybe clips, but
0: yeah, they, yeah. they, they have that weird barrier, right? Like that, that allows them to like leap off of it, but it's not like a straight up and down barrier. You can still lean back. It's somewhere in between ropes and cage. Um, but anyway, he knocked the dude out who was just like then laying there, like sort of sitting up kind of terrifying looking. Um, yeah, he's just got absolute dynamite in his hands. Now, I like so, with all that being said, I like Matthew Silva. I worry a little bit that he's going to get tired throwing his bombs nonstop, But I think he'll find the chan early enough that he'll win this fight and get the knockout. I think he's going to be a big dog here. This is my my big dog on this card. I, I'm gonna say plus two fifty. The name Askar Askar means something being that he was signed to the UFC. He's been around LFA for a whole bunch of time. Silva has not been fighting MMA all that much, right? Like you mentioned, you know he he's fought one time in the last six years. Uh, I, I think he's going to be a big underdog here, and I think it's a mistake because I think he's going to land that big shot.
1: Yeah, the other guy that was knocked out and was just like leaning there—did he have X's in his eyes or not?
0: Yeah, it pretty it was it was uh, as close to that as it could possibly be.
1: What was there? Birds <laughs> floating around his head.
0: Uh, I will send you. You know what? I'll throw the uh I'll throw the clip in the Discord, so everybody yeah, yeah. should get in the Discord. dot Com slash Discord.
1: Okay, so Askar, Askar was the pick. The man's so nice to name him twice. What was the number again? I said, I I said,
0: I said, I think plus two fifty.
1: Plus two fifty. There's your big dog, everybody for Askar, Askar. No, I just said I'm taking Matthew Silva. You're really not listening. No, I don't. (laughs) I'm reading. I'm texting people. I'm reading things. I'm looking at NBA box scores. Really? Come on. (laughs) I'm a busy guy. No, I kind of pay attention to Gumby. I'm very tired today, so it's hard to uh, concentrate. All right. I thought
0: that was yesterday you were tired
1: oh yeah that's right sunday <laughs> sunday's the day i didn't sleep yeah i'm well rested monday yeah i'm I'm good now um kids went to school and i uh, slept all day i'm great um right oh it's not Juan Marichal it's Jose Marichal m- wonder if that will change your picks i guess Juan Marichal is probably like in his 60s by now 70s maybe so m- maybe it's better that it's Jose Marichal versus Guillermo Guillerme, excuse me Faria and this is a three five minute round featherweight fight Faria 18 and 3, 18 and 9, excuse me. I almost made him better than he is. 18 and 9, 10 knockouts, 10 submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted five times, one and one in LFA. He's won two straight fights, last one via TKO. He's not lost a fight since November 2020. The Halcyon days of pandemics and lockdowns. Um used to fight at Waterweight, was regional champion. 2008 pro MMA debut is also a pro grappler, inch taller than Marisol. Marshall Chepe Marshall. C H E P E. Anything for that nickname, Gumby?
0: I don't know, Chepe.
1: Well, we did learn one a nickname on the weekend for uh, for UFC, though, right? Um, was it KUR? And we wonder what that was. And it was a, a racehorse. Did you hear that on the telecast? I, d-
0: I did not. I must have missed yeah. it. Look who,
1: who it. Look at you listening. Look at yeah. you listening to the broadcast and not me. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't mind Bisming, So um, surprisingly, Kur who was it? that was Kur again, though. And
0: who, it'd be, be cool. uh, Josh Cullibow, right?
1: Okay, yeah. Uh, Kerr was a was it him anyhow, whoever's nickname is that it was it's some famous racehorse in uh in Austria that was uh poisoned by the mob when it went to the states to race. So there you go,
0: hey, there you go,
1: yeah, it has Perfect. nothing to do with Chepe though, Chepe Marischal, who we're going to talk about. He's oh, yeah, let me. <laughs> hmm? uh,
0: I I didn't know if you were done yet. If, if yeah. that was it,
1: <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, we're, go- we're going back to Chepe. Sorry, um, he's 12 and six five knockouts three submissions he's been knocked out three times one and two in lfa he's won two straight fights just like his opponent both via knockout or tko he's not lost since september 2020 another those fun remember those fun times in 2020 gumby they were good times Yeah,
0: wasn't a good time for regional mma
1: when everyone was dying and we all were locked in our houses what 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 a great uh yeah usually we look back on the olden days and think how great it was but no we won't we won't for that period for sure um marisol Shaw. this one's all over the place for this guy unfortunately this uh, this breakdown sorry sir if you're listening uh used to fight at lightweight was original champ he's a year younger than faria i'm gonna back out and let gumby talk now <laughs> all right so
0: uh marshall if you've watched him fight highly aggressive uh moves forward really big huge strikes throwing the big leg kicks um he's also aggressive on the mat sometimes he like gives up positioning, like looking for a submission, like he'll, he'll jump on a, you know, a choke that he doesn't have hooks in and then he'll fall off the top. And, um, you know, he's not particularly great at wrestling, but I will say the aggression on the feet seems to do him well. Uh, while he throws really wide punches, he, he seems to get in on people and, and deal pretty well with whatever they're coming back with. And I also think that that aggression is going to work really well against Guillerme Faria because. While Faria is, like, way smarter defensively, and he picks his shots, his his rips to the legs are not as, you know, big and winding and stuff like that. Anytime I've ever seen him pressured, he seems to just back up and then try to get out of the way. There, there's not a lot of countering out of Faria. And I, I really think in order to beat Marshall, you, you need to be able to counter what he's doing with either wrestling or... You know, like a good counter strike or something like that. You can't just back away from every single exchange because he never stops coming. So I'm just going to say, I I think Marshall is going to beat Faria just based on, you know, pressuring him, winding up landing more strikes and all that kind of stuff. So at the end of the day, that gives me, uh, I I think, a slight favorite for Marshall. Let's say plus or uh, minus 145 for Marshall. Uh, I think he's going to be like a slight favorite. Just because like he's more exciting too He he's like the a side of this one and uh yeah i i, I think the aggression's gonna carry it for him
1: all right you, you said plus 145 is that right My, minus 145 yeah yeah oh see i don't pay attention i really don't i joke about it but apparently i really don't pay attention all right let's recap and make sure i at least put down the official picks right marshall as a slight favorite uh, we've got Silva. That's the teak. Silva is his big dog. Hopefully even bigger than you said, uh, dog urban is kind of a pick Um, Hassan Zada as a big favorite, probably hopefully not. And then Cooper as a slight favorite, right? Yeah.
0: And could the Cooper line will definitely jump up after it posts. So get that one early.
1: And after we publish as well. So yeah, get in on, uh, your LFA bets, a- ASAP. All right, that's it for the LFA episode. Um, Hopefully you enjoyed it, and thank you for supporting even our non-UFC episodes. That's that's, uh, encouraging for us when uh, people are listening to everything we put out. So um, everything we write is on sportsgumbypodcast.com, so make sure you check that out and check out all the other amazing writers and podcasts we have on there. Uh, Gumby's podcast is Top Journal of MMA. Check that out as well. It'll be dropping later on in the week. I'm sure he has amazing guests on it. Do you know already, or, or have they not been are they not in the uh, in the, the can in the can yet? As we say, no. Nah, I've got them
0: in the can. There's actually three this week instead of two. Uh, to kick off the show this week, we got Yuri Prohoshka, the former UFC light heavyweight champ, um, joined us to talk about his recovery. And then uh, I also have two fighters who are fighting at UFC Vegas 69 this weekend. They are uh, Jamal Pogues who is talking about uh, getting ready to fight uh, for the first time at heavyweight since his contender series fight. And then Zach Ponga, who is leaving heavyweight and coming back to light heavyweight.
1: There you go. Ponga is going to fight Gumby's favorite fighter this week. So it must have been hard hard having Ponga on there.
0: No, I I was so pumped when he said yes to an interview because I was like, (laughs) cool, we can talk about how we both are going to punch Jordan right in the mouth. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah
1: very very true um all right so that uh, we told you about that uh, moneymma.substack.com is the place to be for my mma writings um a lot of financial info on ufc fighters because we're always interested in how much money other people make how much do you make gambi <laughs> uh too much not enough right not enough <laughs> he, he he told me off air uh, other episode that he wants me to make more money for him right so i'll, I'll work on that for you okay <laughs> gummy wants to retire in in his early 30s so uh we, we gotta get gotta get moving um all right um i told you about that I told you about that i did things out of order this time so i i'm forgetting what i haven't told you oh discord slash discord and twitter sgp and mma is the account Gumby runs. He puts up good videos of people getting X X's in their eyes, doing karate and fun things like that. I'm a Jeff Fox writer. He's at Gumby Vreeland. Did I get it all? I
0: think you got it all.
1: <laughs> all right. You see, it's hard. I'm all over the map here. That's why we're ending this episode. Um, tell the people goodbye. Gumby. All right. I'm David Gumby Vreeland.
0: He's AK 47, Jeff Fox. And we will see you on Wednesday. <laughs>